The world of digital marketing moves at a dizzying speed. Strategies, budgets, tactics, buzzwords. How can we even begin to distinguish the signal from the noise, the good moves from the bad? Take it from the team that's tripped as much as we've triumphed. We're putting our best moves in the spotlight and spilling every secret to give you step-by-step -step instructions to steal for your own success and digitally scale your business. This is Marketing Moves. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Moves. I am your host, Ashton Morris, and today's episode is all about a foundational, tried and true digital marketing channel, social media, and specifically, how to grow an organic social presence. Our guests today boast over 100,000 followers between Instagram and TikTok and highlight engaging content for Clevelanders through their social media channels. Cleveland Vibes is a digital media brand and community focused on experience, culture, and lifestyle. Owners Katie and Kyle are as dynamic as they are creative and leave nothing off the table when it comes to sharing tips for living in the land. Katie and Kyle, thank you so much for being here. We're all really excited to learn from you guys, and welcome to Marketing Moves. Oh my gosh, what thank an you intro. Thank you for having us, Ashley. Thank, you. thank you. Yeah, yeah, we have a couple other partners as well. So we have Julian and, <laughs> yes, and Justin, Mike uh -huh, yeah, that are also our partners as well in the mm -hmm. business. Yeah, so, <laughs> we're excited really to learn about yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so before we dive into all things Cleveland Vibes, I just wanted to acknowledge to our listeners the challenges we've seen over the past few years about growing an organic social media presence. Whether it be new platforms, algorithm changes, or just people's taste in social media, the space is constantly changing and having to evolve. Mm. Everyone wants followers, everyone wants free engagement, and everyone expects to grow a following overnight. As a marketer, I know that is not easy and certainly takes a lot of hard work. So truly, the Cleveland Vibes account and your growth is a testament to your guys' content strategy and your holistic marketing understanding with your audience. So we're really excited to learn from you guys today. Mm. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves a little bit and share a bit about your backgrounds um, for our listeners? Yeah. Why don't you start? Okay. <laughs> um, my name is Katie Nichol. I am. Um, I, I moved to Cleveland uh, seven years ago, a bit over a little bit over seven years ago, and started to fall in love with the city. And that was where this adventure all began. I did not have a marketing background. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm completely self-taught. Um, so yeah, and it and it's been a true passion project, and we've been so blessed along the way to do it. I mean, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name's Kyle, and Kate and I are married. Mm -hmm. And so we, yeah, as Kate said, she moved here seven years ago when we got married. Um, that's kind of where we started, where you started Cleveland Vibes. Yeah. But um, I have been a sales manager at a tech company called Boxcast here in Cleveland for, mm -hmm. I was there for nine years and actually just recently quit. And now we're full time Cleveland Vibes as of like wow. this past March. So it's just a full time gig. And um, yeah, now. Kyle was uh, an incredible salesman. He, I mean, he was what the. What what number fourth fifth employee at Boxcast, somewhere in the first like handful, and, yeah. and brought them. Wow! I mean, insane sales numbers, million dollar revenue maker over here. Wow! Multi. <laughs> so humble that. over there. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, and and got advanced to sales manager quickly because he was such a born leader. So I had to swipe him as soon as I could. <laughs> I love that. Well, if I could talk about Katie then. Uh, <laughs> So Katie is, uh, I think I think Katie is a marketing genius, but always self-taught. And I think that's the coolest part about her because yeah. she's always kind of just like, no, like she's always kind of been a taste maker and always mm -hmm. kind of understood, I think, what's cool. And um, I think that's just always, 
related to what we do. I don't know. Wow, so. you guys are so interesting. And this is going to be a great episode today. I already feel it. Um, so since moving to Cleveland from Florida, um, you said the Cleveland Buzz was a passion project. But really, what was the inspiration behind the inception of it? It's kind of multifaceted. I moved around a lot. I came from a military background, so I didn't have like one central place as home. Mm-hmm. So I the two things, the way that impacted this journey is that one, I um, had heard about Cleveland from a lot of different places in the um, country, mostly East Coast, and mm-hmm. but I'd spent some time in Chicago. So I had gotten, I think, a pretty good idea of how the United States viewed Cleveland mm-hmm. as a whole, like how the population saw us. Um, and I also, um, really wanted a guide every time I moved. I really wished that yeah. I had, every every time I started at a new place, I wished that I had it, someone to tell me where to go and, and where to find the cool stuff. So those two things together kind of was, were the inspiration. Well, so Cleveland, yeah, when you started, like, you knew Cleveland was known as like a stick on the lake. Yep. Yeah, it was, was like you know, the, the burn, you know, Burning mm-hmm. River, Red Eighty Eight, all of these like terrible things. I couldn't that, make like, sense of it when I moved here. I was like, wait, this doesn't add up. I mm-hmm. it's wonderful here, and I'd spent time in Chicago, and I'd uh, paid triple on rent to live there mm-hmm. and sit in traffic. And I, there's it's a beautiful city with a lot People to go offer. Go to Chicago. But, they go to New York City. Yep. And they it's post a about how amazing their experiences are there. Like look at me at the Bean. Look at me here. You know, you're in New York City, <laughs> top of the, you know whatever tower they're on, but like people weren't doing that for Cleveland. And I think that you were like, man, Cleveland is really beautiful. And- I just don't um, think people know. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing is too, like, so you wanted to show because nobody was doing that for Cleveland at the time. But then you'd also mentioned that like, you know, I think it was cool is that you you, you made attention to not make it about you. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. you made, to make, made about Cleveland. Made about Cleveland in general, which was like the cool part too, I think as well. Yeah, well, the, so. I met so many interesting, amazing people. I think one of the things that Cleveland has to really, uh, they're one of our biggest like flex, uh, flexes, flexes. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> never used it in that tense, but um, is our people, like the people that, are, so I didn't, it, it never made sense to make it the story of Katie living in Cleveland. It always made sense to turn the camera outwards and all the all these incredible people doing amazing things and chasing their dreams yeah. and the grit and the glory. And there's well, just- so How do you change story. that false narrative? How do you change that false narrative? And it's like, you change it by, by almost like, that talks to positivity because, I mean, no true change comes without a positive mindset, yeah. right? And so, like, you know, you have to have the positive change in order to see it because I think we're kind of passed down as Clevelanders, me yeah. from Cleveland, that narrative of Cleveland as being the mistake on the lake and then that, like, projects itself into future generations yep. is the more we say it that. But, like, it perpetuates itself. And it's like, well, if we just always keep telling ourselves we're never going to be anything good, Mm-hmm. Then we're never going to be. But like, if that talks positivity, right? Like, okay, now uh, this is the last thing. I, we, we, I know that you've got questions. And we are <laughs> no, on this it. is great. <laughs> I love this. Okay. But this is this is the final like meta, whatever evolution of this is that not enough Clevelanders know this, and I, this is a, a, a draw my bang like crazy because this, this is fact and it is so strange. So the fire in 1969. The, the mistake on the lake, the one that got us dubbed the like the the pinnacle of like mm-hmm. uh, whatever crisis yeah. in the riverside. One, did you know that that fires on rivers were ex- extremely common? They were in any manufacturing city, Pittsburgh, Boston, Chicago, they would have all experienced river fires because there wasn't legislation in place to stop corporations mm-hmm. from dumping whatever they wanted into rivers. So they were a commonplace thing. In 1969, though, there was legislation going through mm-hmm. the Clean Water Act to stop this from happening, and this story needed to be told. So, in 1969, there was a small fire in Cleveland, um. a very teeny tiny fire in Cleveland. Most people in the city didn't know what happened. Most people on the river 
bed didn't know that it happened. But the photo that they used in the nationwide press, skyscraper high flames from a decade earlier. From the, from the 1952 fire. From the 1952 oh fire. My Not God. even Cleveland, a relevant. Cleveland became so, the scapegoat. It, so Cleveland became a scapegoat of a very worthy cause, a something that, I mean, I, I'm glad that they rallied the troops and that people voted correctly on that. But the story, it was fake news then, and it is absolutely fake news now so getting clevelanders of the mindset that this is like this wasn't true this isn't true like we should be so proud to be in cleveland and from cleveland Mm -hmm. that's it has to be told because it's 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 a complete (laughs) fabricated story dismantling the narrative yeah amazing yeah i learned so much just there wow (laughs) just getting started no this is like podcast over (laughs) (laughs) like i said this is gonna be a good one today so in particular to your Uh, Cleveland Vibes in the presence, how would you explain your business model to someone that maybe has never heard of you guys? Mm -hmm. So uh, Cleveland Vibes is just a branch of what we do, actually. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting because Cleveland Vibes is um, a digital media company, Mm -hmm. but we also have an agency called Vibe House Social. And Mm -hmm. so this is kind of where it's kind of above that, where um, we help other businesses run their social media or like do the marketing side of what they do. And then we yeah. also help other creators do the business side of what they should be doing. Wow. And how that started so, was that yeah. Cleveland Vibes is a is the general business model for an influencer's pay, to, pay proposed. We also make a ton of organic content to mm-hmm. make sure that we bring the overall you know algorithm and views up and make engaging content we throw some events but they've never been a, a big money maker for us and mm-hmm. apparel's been you know kind of a side hustle so it really is mostly the main influencer model of um you know working with local businesses to promote their products and their services but yeah in that we realize that there are so many content creators yep. who desperately need somebody with a business mindset. They're artists and they want to have somebody come in there and help them handle, just like I did, handle the business side of it. That's so how we realized it was a good create. thing. It was like, because Katie was doing this kind of on her own while I was working as a, as a sales manager for a number of years, where like the number of inquiries coming in through email, the number of phone calls that she had to take, wow. she's like, she she couldn't like handle that and side create, of it. And have time to be and, creative. And have time to be creative. So like, we, we know creative people, we want to just help them stay focused on being creative. Be creative, yep. Right, because yep. that's their that's what they're good at. And like somebody who's a sales manager, like I'm really good at things. So I could sell my wife's creative skills all day long, right? And I could be like, hey, this have. is right, well. this is what this is why we <laughs> should we should deserve, you should deserve to be paid because yeah. we know we're bringing this. It's harder to do it for yourself. It's hard to say I deserve this. Yeah. You know, and for I know. In any creative job, yeah. right? I mean, a photographer that has to hop on a phone call and be like, "Hey, you should pay me this much money." Yep. Like that's really hard to say because what you're doing it's is a lot you're of you're saying, "Oh yeah, I'm worth this much," and it's a really personal thing. But if you put a, put them in between those two things. That like that knows how to sell the and creative. sends the invoices, handles the sends the invoices, side, sends the proposals, so does the sales call side of it, right? Like and conversely, though, we yeah. also realized that there was an issue with lo- a lot of local business owners who are are business minded and are being mm-hmm. forced into a creator role because the only yeah. way that they can survive in the marketplace is through digital media. So we're the right. Vital Social hasn't been officially launched yet. We are we are we have clients that we're taking mm-hmm. you know just kind of quietly and the ones that we've like fall into organically but we help them create content for their page and help them connect with these local influencers because bringing these skill sets together is like can unlock a whole new you know mm-hmm. level of potential for the local economy. It can be so economy. overwhelming for people knowing what they need to do but also realizing that they can't do it they don't know how to access those resources yeah. and having you guys there isn't um it's really the midway between all that is amazing I mean I think it's also 
critical that you guys realize as your brand has grown and you've had to expand your team, which we'll get into a bit, that you don't wanna sacrifice any quality of what you have done in the past because that's made you Cleveland Vibes. And people recognize that mm. the quality of content. So realizing, you know what, for us to scale, we really need to have X, Y, Z in place. I think that's a testament to you guys as business owners. I mean, mm. um, that's amazing, especially because you don't want anything to tarnish what you've done and you're continuing to grow at a rate mm. that is almost unprecedented so yeah um well first and foremost we want cleveland to like benefit from what we do yeah like if 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 that if the cleveland is ever if the general if cleveland population wins, we all win. if cleveland wins we all win yes. and if yeah. cleveland loses we're not winning like we're we haven't yeah. done our job so that's everything we do we first go like is this going to be good for the city over, yep. over well, overall yeah amazing wow so what would you say based off of, I know, this is <laughs> sounds really weird when no, I say it out loud, but like it is. sound and I love it. I mean, I'm from Ohio. I've been in Cleveland for seven years now. I lived um, growing up outside of Youngstown area, but I love Cleveland. There's so many things to do, so many opportunities and people are great. And I, I love what you guys have done with your account and it's truly amazing. And that's why we're so excited to get you guys on here today. What would you say is your most successful social media channel? Yeah, well, well. If you gauge success on, I mean, if you gauge it on the general <laughs> metrics, I guess, but we've got, so Cleveland Vibes, the Instagram has mm -hmm. over 100,000 followers and it is our, it is our biggest. It's our most profitable, generating. it is our most, so it's our biggest account. But we've also Cleaver Leave accounts are really cool. What's cool about our Cleaver Leave, Cleaver Leave account? This is kind of like our secondary brand that we started just kind within the last day, year. Yeah, Cleveland Vibes was is kind of I think bodes towards a little bit more of a female audience. It's just aesthetic. It's, it's more super yeah curated content. Yeah. Where we wanted Cleaver Leave to be a little bit more of like the grit. If mm -hmm. Cleveland Vibes was more of like the glitter, right? So. Yeah. Um, in that way, we started posting Cleverly, which is more like more male oriented, more like sports, more cars, sports. whatever, and like that that has grown thirty thousand followers this this year alone. I love that account too. Yeah. So oh, well, that, we've had you, a, yeah. well, we've, we've had well, a couple viral ones with that, and had like a huge jump. You know, things like so. There's it, success. You know, it's a I think yeah. It's well, what's cool? Like, it just shows that we weren't just one trick pony. That we yeah. like that. There's types of different types of content that can kind of hit. You know what I mean? Just depending on I think. We've just been proud of that one recently. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I also I'm really proud of our uh, some of our Vibe House client accounts. We do the Crazy Events account, and it's so oh, fun. It's like just so fun. it's like it's a it's a yeah. totally I mean a totally different type of content outside of our wheelhouse. But we've yeah. had a ton of growth there. I think we've brought them somewhere from like a 13,000. Now they're up mm -hmm. over thirty in the last like year or so, and it's it's been all through like fun like content. Like it's it it's a dream job. So. That's another one I'm really proud of. So how have you guys been dipping your toes into TikTok? I know, um, obviously, your presence is larger on Instagram, but I know you have, have a TikTok account. How has that process been? It's kind of been on the back burner. I, yeah. I, uh, for a while, I was like, is this going to stay in America? Like, And is this going like, to keep the lead that <laughs> yeah. it has? And so I kind of was like, do we need to go? Once we, I feel like once you miss that like big boom where you weren't in that initial, yeah. like, but yeah. also... After they, 
after everything went down with the legislation in the U.S., I saw such a huge hit to so many creators' views. Yeah. It was so obvious, and it was across the board, like, like huge creators saw it. That really kind of freaked me out. It just made me yeah. not trust their algorithm, algorithm as much. So we don't invest as much. Well, what's interesting about it. TikTok is I think TikTok's mostly like people talking and like mm-hmm. it's much more personal brand, which we have tried to like stay away from intentionally. So like we've been kind of just reposting a lot of our stuff there on Cle- yeah. uh, on on TikTok. Like we're not strategizing for it. We're not strategizing for it as now. much yet. Where we have strategized a little bit more so is focused on like our email lists some of our articles we've written to kind of grow the brand. But, I mean, what do you think we should do for TikTok? What do you think would help? You know what I mean? You're also a marketing pro. Like, what do you think would help us? It's been an – it's honestly – I feel like we've grown it over 20,000, but it's been, like, such an afterthought. Like, it's been, like – I mean, for the first, like, 18K, it was just messing around videos. Like, just – you probably get people no advice all the time on this, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely think TikTok is a place you need to be in mm-hmm. terms of having that presence, especially because you know you, you can create great content. It's mm-hmm. more figuring out what content's going to work better on TikTok versus right. Instagram. Right. You know, maybe testing out the same reel on TikTok as you do on Instagram, but then pivoting, like, okay, my audience isn't um, responding to this well. Maybe try a completely different, non Cleveland right. vibes aesthetic. For a TikTok, and if it blows up, it blows up, and you keep going from there. But right. yeah. my advice as a marketer would to be just, you know, there's no harm in trying in yeah. terms of right, trying yeah. it out. If the content doesn't work, the content doesn't work. But I think there's a lot of opportunity there just because people know you on Instagram. Right. But right. pretty much everyone in some capacity is also on TikTok. Yeah. So right, yeah. And Gen able, Z. I mean, Gen if we Z. want, we're not going to miss them entirely. Do you think that it's like important to show your face on TikTok? I think it depends on what you want the face of Cleveland Vibes and TikTok to be? Do you want it yeah. to still be the same vibe of Cleveland first? It doesn't, it, well, the, the aesthetic stuff doesn't perform yeah. there. We do, yeah. If we try to do the pretty stuff over there, it's not gonna hit. So I think if you're willing, if you're willing with your team, someone to try, put themselves out there a bit, maybe not necessarily be yeah. the face of it, right. but seeing how yeah. that performs. Because like you said, people really resonate well with some of those get ready with me or talking type yeah. videos where it's almost mm-hmm. like you're on FaceTime with someone and that's clearly different than the content you guys right, have. Yeah. So. I say give it a go and figure yeah. out what's still authentic to your brand because you want to maintain that quality um, right. across all your channels. But do you find that it's monetizable though? That's where I. That's where because when I go to like where I'm going to invest my time, we are so like tight on like how much like oh, extra yeah. like where we're putting our projects. That's where I'm like, is it still? Is it only through TikTok Shop that we would like? Is that really the best way for us to go? I've, it's been TikTok Shop is huge right now. TikTok Shop is huge. TikTok so Shop that is might huge. be really the only way we want to. We go have a lot of e-com clients, and we're. Um, is it? Is, are you TikTok finding Shop success is there definitely something Shop? where, as that's coming about more, seeing all the opportunities to lean right. into there. So yeah. I think for your apparel. Yeah, it's a number. Right, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's a number. Especially if you have people talking about what you're wearing in terms of mm-hmm. Cleaver Leave or Cleveland Vibes right. apparel. There's a lot of opportunities even to build up that storefront. Totally. And then yeah, what you can call. do is build up your link pop on your Instagram, linking out to your TikTok. There's so many opportunities. Yeah. And since you have a loyal base already and you have your website, yeah. you have an engaged email list. Right. Really, you just got to start. I'm feeling inspired. You're going to inspire me. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, on TikTok no, it's great. starting yes. tomorrow. I can. I'll see you there, TikTok people. I don't yes. know. I'm, talking, I'm like talking like straight Instagram. to the follow mic. You on like, TikTok, follow you on Instagram. That's <laughs> like, what we love. Ashton, you're hired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, David Pratt. No. Yeah. <laughs> the face of our TikTok. Yeah. Cool. So um, I know we've covered a lot, but you earlier you said a really 
um, important thing about influencer marketing. So as you know, it's an agency here, influencer marketing mm -hmm. um, is really important to a lot of our clients' strategies mm -hmm. and helping grow brand awareness. And I feel like you guys sit in an interesting seat of, mm -hmm. are you a content creator? Are you an influencer? Like how, mm -hmm. how do you want to define yourselves? Mm -hmm. or are you okay with not maybe fitting into one mold? Yes, we are okay to fit one mold. I don't think we have a choice. In fact, it's interesting <laughs> because like, and we were talking to real estate people, right? It was like, we talked to one real estate agent and they were telling us, they were like, um, oh, uh, cleveland.com posts about the listing of the month for free. And so that person saw us as the media. expect you to That person saw us as media. Because they do. And then we talked to somebody else about like, hey, their listing. And they were like, oh, I would pay something similar to my photographer. And that person saw us as something more of like a, like a videographer, more, like a videographer, photographer, yep. more. And like where I think we. And then some people are like, hey, come in and get like some appetizers for free. And that's it. And post about us. And they think of us, obviously, as a influencer. Like yeah. they typecast it. Which is weird because right? you kind of sit in the corner of all three of them, right? So it's like, yeah. I think that we are. A, I think what we want to be actually is the future of media in Cleveland. I think, well, I, I, think, think I think content creators are the future of media in yeah. general. True. Um, yes. So, so I think that we, we're already we have, there. Yeah. We're already I think, there. I think people just haven't shifted totally into that mindset. Seeing it that way. Yeah, but yeah. I, I do think that people are already consuming their news more so through like TikTok creators yeah. are, are the trusted source now. You know, so I think people are getting there. But right now we do sit right in that intersection of like, are we media or are we influencer? And I think as we grow the team, it feels more we are we are yes. going after being media. media. Well, Definitely. To some degree, right, it's like people yeah, people don't trust or engage with traditional media sources as mm -hmm. much. They don't watch the news. They don't read articles. They scroll on social media. Like I literally have <laughs> I, I literally have my phone up and I'm scrolling on TikTok or Instagram while I'm watching Netflix. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's where I get all my information. So like you tell me where the eyeballs are. You tell me what media is, right? Like mm -hmm. because to me, that's the like, – wherever that is, wherever that person's consuming information, like that's media. So like – I know that we are that, but it's like people don't see it that way yet. Mean. But I think that we want to we want to start like telling telling s bigger stories in twenty second videos and yep. short form video, just knowing that people aren't going to spend time. Um, it's a tricky thing though because yeah. how the news is able to cover stuff like that is through taking like huge like corporate sponsorships, and mm -hmm. that's not a route we're willing to go. So th that's been the kind of the tricky thing. That's what kind of different. We're also not journalists, you know what yeah. I mean? So like I don't know journalists. like how to like balance that line either, you know? Mm -hmm. But like I just know that we care about I think informing a younger generation on like things that are going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, and I think it's it's a very much so needed thing because if you think about like what is the media in Cleveland right now, it's like there's Cleveland Magazine, Cleveland Scene, Cleveland.com, that's it. I, don't, yeah. I, I can't think, you know what I mean? Oh. Well, there's the, there's the news too, obviously WKYC, okay. there's other stations too, but I think like Cleveland, Destination like Cleveland too, but I, I just think about like who's, who's saying the hard stuff even, you know, like yeah. we can only be fluffy, I don't know, yeah, but I, I, I just, I, Think about like the justice system, right? This is just my own riff, raff here, but like, I think that, like, I think Cleveland.com is the only people that even talk about that anymore, mm -hmm. and it's like nobody cares about that because nobody's saying anything about it. But like, but maybe that's because it's not being delivered to them in a, in the content experience. Yes, yeah. in a way they want that, to able to that is relatable right. to them. So that's we're hoping to check out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You guys have we, uh, big goals. We've got big dreams. We, yeah, well, it does. It is a weird. It's a weird position. I will say I didn't like we didn't and we didn't ask for it in a way. Like I yeah. started this account with the lowest of expectations. I was yeah. like, 
maybe my brother and his like will come visit me like he doesn't believe me that Cleveland's cool mm-hmm. like maybe I can get my friends to come visit me and like I have all these I have all this content I need a place to put it like our expectations were so low but as as it grows um, we do just feel really humbled by it and accountable to the city to make sure that they and we want to see it grow like we want we want people to be informed so that they can be involved so that they can be invested and help so it's just a we're trying to fit the needs that that Cleveland has and that's really our only goal there's so many pockets of Cleveland that are undiscovered I mean like I said I've lived here for a few years but I'm discovering new restaurants new events and yeah where I go is you guys because you're always posting about it in the sense it can be overwhelming to just go to a Google search of best restaurant in Cleveland and not really feel like you're experiencing it but with Mm -hmm. your content you really get an idea of not just you lay it out all out in the caption you get to see it, you get to experience it and um you guys really are the go-to source in Cleveland as a as a media outlet. But to your point, it's really. We're just happy because we don't hear that often. You know? But it's so. definitely an interesting seat you guys sit in because you know people might look at you as, as an influencer or a content creator, but then you have a team of creators with yeah. you. So can you speak a little bit more about that, about some of the people that work with you in terms of their different roles and responsibilities? Yeah, we got a great team. So yeah, our team. Obviously, this company is nothing without our team. So, like, mm-hmm. and I think you know we're not we're not even necessarily like the leaders of the company. Our you know Julian and Mike are yeah. just as much influential. So Julian does a lot of like um, website development. He does a lot. Of, he does, also does content creation. He does a lot of our back end yeah, systems. Google. He does our uh, yeah Google Ads, Facebook paid ads, social. Start, he does stuff. a lot of that stuff, right? Mike is definitely. Um, in sales he's in he's in sales he works in like just networking mm-hmm. in general he's a huge variety he's a huge networker yeah. yeah i mean he's pretty much gotten us into all of the right rooms DMs. i think there's a, i mean we've all got, it really is kind of a we don't it's we've tried so many times to put ourselves into like clear-cut roles within the mm-hmm. company like you are sales and you don't do anything but sales you and own you this. is you own that. and it's mm-hmm. it falling apart every time i think we're just small enough at this point that everybody does kind of have to pitch in a bit towards everything and mm-hmm. we are like all like have a diverse enough have, skill set that we can all kind of like have something to bring to each team so it makes it a we, little messy we announced that we were hiring on social media and we got 177 applications oh within gosh. within two hours, which no, is in 24 hours. 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah. Still, well, I think it was, yeah. it was over 100 in the first two it was hours. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And then I think that was seventy like turtle dinners and like that. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe I'm confused there. Right, but, uh, <laughs> the wild thing is that we ended up hiring Christy, who's amazing. She was doing social media at Disney, running their TikTok. Oh my god! So she's fantastic. Beth, actually, she's also not a Cleveland native. She's from California. California. She yeah. was working some other, on some other big social accounts in Cleveland as well. And she was, she was beating the same drum that we were. Like, I'm from California, and I love Cleveland. And yeah. everyone like is like, yeah. what? Like, <laughs> these comments so, are so confused. But yeah, so we, just, she was a clear choice for we just we, and we just saw both examples of their work. We're like, this is amazing. You already get it. You know, you get what we're, you get what we're trying to do. Yeah. And so um, everybody in the team makes content. Everybody team kind of like helps drive the boat, but I think, you know, we're nothing without, yeah. the, the Clean Vibes is all of those people. Yep. You know, it's yeah. not just us, you know, yeah. so. Would you say, I know you've been around for some time, but your success mm. has really just continued to skyrocket, but um, can you pinpoint a post or maybe an opportunity in the past few years that really helped Cleveland mm. Vibes take off? I, well, with Clean Vibes, it's funny. It, it instantly 
started getting traction and I'm so grateful because I don't know like it is so hard to post without like to post into the void and I I feel for like I'm grateful that right away Clevelanders were so tuned in and so um, ready for this. Mm -hmm. So right, I mean, from the day one, we started having followers rolling in, but it was never a big jump. We never had like one day that we jumped 2,000, 5,000 followers, anything like that. (laughs) It was consistency. And that is what I tell everybody. I'm like, it's really 90% just choosing. I'm going after this no matter what, and I'm going to keep showing up. A couple of my favorites, though, it was last year, and then we made like the Guardians hype video for the playoffs, oh, which was, was pretty phenomenal. sweet. That was awesome. Yeah. We, you posted a couple of Browns posts last year, which were one of them, like this dancing video. <gasps> in the rain? Yeah. 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 I remember was, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, was really <laughs> that was cool. a good one. When your team is out of the yeah. playoffs, but the beer oh, yeah. still works. Yeah, yeah the beer still works. <laughs> there. Um, so I've been, just as a Clevelander my whole life, I've, that one got th- those ones are really was cool. I can't think of any others. Like, I was just so proud of those because I was like, these organizations have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, around my whole life, you know. So. Yeah, but uh, Cleaver Leafs had a couple big jumps lately. They did a who's whose car? Amari Cooper's. We filmed Amari Cooper's car. They caught things happening. Didn't know it was him. And his car is like a one of one car. It's like a two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars car. And Julian got it. Julian was filming on the highway. Uh-huh. Posted about that. Like that. Like, oh like six hundred thousand. Never been seen on the road before. Oh and it, the thing's basically a tank, right? Oh and my like, gosh. So like that was like being That's filmed. So cool. Like that was wild. And then we reposted. Oh. With Cleaver, if, if Cleaver Lee is more like the grit, like you talked about earlier, like mm-hmm. a little bit more like just unabashed, like just yeah. like, you know, pro Cleveland, like in your face. Yeah. We just like, it's like, you know, cleave or get out, right? Like yeah. Cleveland or get out. So uh, Julian, uh, Julian also came with this phrase, uh, Miami of the Midwest, <laughs> which is just like <laughs> clearly crazy, but I mean, also. It's not that crazy. Well, it's, but, it's, it's, but it was, it was just little, kind of maybe like. premature. <laughs> that post went viral, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I think Mostly from the, people being like, Puh. yeah, right. No, it's okay. not right, and we're like, huh, yeah. But and hey, we, you and know we posted, what can get yeah. engagement. Right, yeah, no, totally. And that was actually of the intro pool party yes. we did with the yes. word up pool party, yes, and I was there. which is cool. And then that's because um, you were in the video. Yeah. They were yeah. like, yes, we're like, there's the Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we did one with Bernie Kozar. It was really funny of yep. him talking to. He's, he's your boy. Talking crap to some Steelers. He was talking crap to some Steelers. I love that. Yeah. So, do you have any advice to people? who maybe are, I don't want to say embarrassed to start shooting content, but you know, do people ever be like, why are you guys doing this? Or like, aren't you embarrassed that you're taking all of this video content? And uh, what did you say to them? Or what would, advice would you give to someone who wants to become a content creator? You know, this is this is funny. I was with my friend Justice. We were actually out at like Glamper and it was like we were there to be shooting something. Oh, yeah. And um, it's always kind of embarrassing, or at least it was for a while, like, just to be like, I, mean, I have to like do this to get the shot or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like with my phone out, standing on tables, we use bright lights, doing a lot, whatever. Like, and we generally and, um, just we don't do shoots separately. We try to like because we want to capture a full place. Yep. We want to be in like capture the actual vibe of what it feels like to be there. So it's not. Was our phones out? Like, you yeah, know, we are like, doing whatever, in front of people. Doing, a lot. And uh, I'm like, just is like embarrassing to like to, like have to like get all these different types of shots and stuff. And he's like, no, dude. He's like, all, all these people know that influencers exist now. Mm-hmm. And don't you think that they wish they could have as much fun with their friends that, yep. as, as you are? And I'm like, I'm like, man, 
That we makes just, me that makes me feel pre- kind of like shitty is, about it, you know? Because yeah. I'm like, because reality is like, I, I mean, you just have to lean into it. If you if you feel awkward doing it, then you're not having fun. Then obviously yeah. nobody's gonna look at you and be like, oh wow, that that looks like fun. like. So we just have to like you just have to go hardcore with it. Own it. Just not, yeah, you just have to own it. Well, and if it's what's paying the bills, yeah, you know, I should, our, be yeah, able, I should be able I should be stand on top of the table and like just yeah. you know spin the phone however I need to in front of whoever's there. You yeah. Know? At like, this point, we just don't even think about it. At first, this, yeah. you used to get really mad at me when when it was like really when we were a super small account, and I'd be like taking photos of and he just wanted to eat like and i'm like <laughs> i'm like first. hold on yeah well i'm like i'm like we don't even do this to dogs yeah. you know what i mean i'm like i'm like you put like a, a treat like in a dog's a nose you put a treat in a dog's nose and then you're like oh, go get it you know and then but like but i'm, I'm sitting here looking at this food i'm like we've been waiting for an hour for this food and i have to wait even longer for looking at but it but now he's know? the one taking all the shots now we're taking all the shots so. yeah. it's a dynamic duo mm. So what advice would you give to people and businesses trying to build a brand through organic social? I know you've talked about your own content strategy with Cleveland being at the heart of it and what's going to be good for Cleveland, but what type of thought process goes into building out your content in terms of, okay, we're going to do this reel. I also notice you guys don't do any static content. I'm sure um, that is our decision because Mm -hmm. of the algorithms, but really, people might not know how to build a content strategy. So what advice do you have for them holistically as they're looking to build their presence? This, I, we do content strategies a lot for our um, clients, but it's something we don't actually do that much for Clean Vibes. It is such, it, and we are still so, like so early on in our journey. Like it feels mm-hmm. kind of funny to be giving anybody advice because our company really did start within the last few years. And the last year we've seen immense growth. I mean, it really was a passion project while I stayed with my kids for years and years. So the, but the content strategy for Cleveland Vibes, mostly what's good for Cleveland, we're, we have like content strategy for individual posts and we have like ways that mm-hmm. we, we make posts intentionally. But because there's so much paid work right now, it is kind of hard to like make it as like, Cohesive. Ask, yeah, it's not. I I still want to put a lot more into our content strategy. That's something. Well, we that now, to, that, now that we've hired, I'm getting to like. We try really to make sure we do enough organic content too. Yeah. Right, because obviously you want to have a, a tr- audience that trusts you. Right? Try you to get as like, much organic content. Or these people just shilling to. out for whatever c- comes their way, but it's like not. No, we we want to make sure we do organic content too. But yeah. there's nothing really That's like. That's about our only strategy right now. Is just. And make then sure we have the content calendar booked out like 10, 14 days in advance with like different concepts or ideas but yeah a but lot of times not... that flexes like yeah. a lot of times that just moves you know like life happens quickly sometimes yeah. you have to post something that's timely you know it might yes. not be timely in two weeks so right um, that's that is a strategy too like I, I guess if we're thinking like we watch what's going on in the city it's obviously most viral if it is happening right in the moment so that's a huge part of it is just following what is being talked about right. in just like in society mm-hmm. as well and in cleveland you know and making our posts relatable to that but yeah it's it's uh, static posts. There's something that we we are about to switch over our, all of our giveaways back to static posts. So yes. that will be at least one one static post you'll be seeing from us more regularly. Carousels are in, we'll be implementing more of those too. So mm-hmm. it really hasn't been on purpose. It's just that most most of our content creators just love making video content, yeah. and it was so freeing coming from just having carousels and static yep. posts to be able to tell this story so much more you know like whatever story we were telling with more than just mm-hmm. aesthetics so um and words so it's um it was a it's been fun to play with but we we sh- will be doing more static posts as part of our strategy mm-hmm. coming up yeah i think we, we made the switch to just reels i think because we just knew that the algorithm's going to favor that yeah the algorithm yeah. really does favor yeah video content totally yeah yeah by far yeah 100 totally. yeah now we can kind of like put it back it feels like but yeah it in the beginning it was like although we i we watch christy uh um sorry christy is one of our content creators mm-hmm. she's um 
she, her her audience is used to seeing her carousels and her posts, and they do better than her reels. Mm. So it really is. It, all, it like if you do have That's a what your audience wants. if you yeah. have a community that is like engaged with you, they want the posts in the same format often as what they've always seen them. So there's some yeah. of that too. Yeah, we're learning still. Though. Definitely, we're still learning and going. Yeah. Can we ask you a question? Of course, I love. What this. do you What do you think we should be doing better? I mean, it's as far as like how. What do you think Cleveland needs? And like, what do you think Cleveland vibes should be doing better to serve the community? Man, that's a loaded question. No we, pressure. I think you're doing an exceptional job in terms of getting out information about things that are happening in the city mm -hmm. in a way that's engaging to people. But I do think it would be interesting to see a little bit more of you guys. I know mm -hmm. the goal really mm -hmm. is to promote Cleveland, but your team has such an integral presence in all of your content and getting to know you guys a bit mm -hmm. more and as you're growing your team mm -hmm. and the opportunities. And I do think expanding upon your different outlets of you have your website, which has great content and blog content, informative content, your email list. And people are obviously scrolling on Instagram and TikTok, but they're engaged in these other channels. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think leaning into those opportunities a bit more, maybe even sending more than one email a month when it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> There's definitely not the only monthly newsletter. <laughs> Maybe that, that was our joke. It's been a joke. We're not like, the only monthly. Cleveland's only monthly, monthly <laughs> newsletter because <laughs> yeah, everybody else just sends a boatload. And there's also so we're like, we're just be the only one that sends it once a month. No, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Anyway, no, but definitely. I love that. But, no, she's right. So why do you think people? She's see, right, and it's, it's funny because I do tell every single one of my clients. I'm like, show yourself. That's and then and when we do it, it's because and it doesn't have to be in a way that's forced, but you just have such a warm presence about you guys that I feel like you're doing a disservice by not highlighting yourselves, not necessarily in every post, because right. obviously people want to know what's going yeah. on in Cleveland. They don't care that much. But um, to speak about who you guys are in your story, it's always nice to see those reflective yeah. posts. Sometimes you do like to um, include those in your content to learn a little bit more about you guys, mm -hmm. not so much the events or businesses you're promoting. So I do think there's some opportunities Here's a, here's there. a question though. Do, you, do you, there's an element of like, like I've always thought that, like, my, my friend Trevor Lee is a famous photographer for Yosemite or whatever. He was telling me that, like, sometimes he takes pictures of people and he doesn't show their face intentionally because he wants people to envision themselves in that situation. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, like, I think what we've tried to do is make Cleveland the main character of our story where, like, we make the focus of it, like, what's happening in Cleveland and not ourselves. Is there an element but we also, to that that's but we, made that but successful? But we also know, though, that every client that we have... <laughs> We're like, this is what people want is to see the authentic and to get to know the personalities. And that is like, that is great content right now. Because people, so, people told us that a lot. People told do, us that, that is, like that we should show ourselves more. Mm -hmm. um, we've been averse to it. We're just, we're just, we're just <laughs> and that's but, funny. No, no, no. But I think maybe you're right. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good feedback. But I, I do know. think including yourselves in content when it makes sense I and mean, you guys are have a family and including more of that family yeah. content obviously your audience has a wide range of ages mm -hmm. so you don't yeah. want to necessarily alienate an audience right. but at the same yeah. time a lot of people are looking for community a lot of people come to cleveland with no like they've moved here for their jobs college whatever yeah. it may be they might be missing yeah. home and missing that sense of family so including that in your content whether it be with you guys or your mm -hmm. team members i think is mm -hmm. really um powerful it's amazing. I think you. Cool. No, we should do better. TikTok. What, what do you? My yeah. notes. I'm getting my notes. What do you think? Uh, what do you think Cleveland needs? Like, what do you think? Like, so like, what do we? How do we help Cleveland? You know, in that way. Like, if we have this voice to the city, like, what can we do to help Cleveland? 
I think you're doing a lot already, but highlighting all of the different opportunities that people can pursue here. I think you're changing the narrative of Mm -hmm. people like to joke on Cleveland and sometimes like to be the butt of the joke, but there's so many opportunities. We're booming in terms Mm -hmm. of there's a lot of new job opportunities, new Mm -hmm. apartments, and there's things that you don't necessarily even have to pay for for fun. I mean, our yeah. metro parks, yeah. um, even just going, walking around Crocker Park or Van Aiken, whatever it may be, they're highlighting that Cleveland is a place that you can really love, but also grow at every stage of your life. Think about it. We mm-hmm. have so many colleges here mm-hmm. between the east side, the west side, yeah. downtown. Totally. You can, I mean, I came here for college mm-hmm. and I'm not leaving. And mm-hmm. also another thing too that we've touched on, maybe not so much in your content, but in Cleveland, we're known for having amazing healthcare. Like they, Cleveland yeah. is yeah. a place mm. that That's you can really learn, you can it. live, yeah. start a family and grow. Mm-hmm. There's so many opportunities right, yeah. here. That's so good. That's so good, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's funny. I haven't We've never touched the anything medical. We've never. I don't. I think know, we've clinic follows us. We should <laughs> hit him up. Nice. There we go. <laughs> no, no. Okay. That's After, awesome. We'll yeah. see it happen. It's gonna be a Cleveland yeah. vibes <laughs> collab. Yeah. Oh Cleveland clinic, Cleveland vibes collab. Yeah. I love that. It could be fun. So obviously you've had some amazing success in just a few years, but it might be hard to really pinpoint this. But what is your vision for the next five to ten mm. years? Mm. Yeah. Well, we want to really like we said perfect this whatever model that we are creating of bringing together the local influencer and the local business i think what america needs is to invest into their local economy and to choose to put their dollars where yeah support their local i think it's going to be what saves our it's what our economy really needs right now so if we could figure out this model and a way to recreate that in other small cities and other cities that that need that same attention like cities like detroit in Pittsburgh, yeah. like there's so many cities that are that's experience the same type of struggle. So I think there is yeah. there is a there is a if we're looking in ten years, I hope that if we do nail this model here and we do see it as an effective way to help people here in Cleveland, that we can recreate it with through influencer partnerships in other cities mm-hmm. in other small cities that could use the love. I also think too through our like creator network or through like our the creator side of our agency, mm-hmm. like if we help represent, you know, like. Like even just like 20 creators in Cleveland. Let's say we get one inbound lead from a... Forbes under 30. Yeah, like Forbes under 30, for example. Hey, yeah, we can help get this message out to 30 different creators in Cleveland. Yep. And then that is how I think what the future of media truly is. Yep. Right? Because I think in that, in that way, that creator economy, but if there's one source in Cleveland to represent all of them, then I think that is the media. Right? Yep. And, and it's like we already reach 1.4 million people in Cleveland through Cleveland Vibes. Yep. You know what I mean? Per month, like... You know, if somebody wants to get a message out there, so brand, we can only do so much, right? But like, we know that if we have a mouthpiece through different parts of the city, through different creators that we're working with and representing, helping them find business and kind of creating niches. this, doing this creator hub, right? Like, and we're already on our way there. We represent like five or six different creators right now. And it's like, we know that we can really help. We're passionate about getting them paid, too. I mean, it's like, them like paid, we yeah. believe that this is a, is a job that deserves a to, be, to be a job. To well, these people are brilliant. You know, like, I mean, my wife's brilliant marketing mind. I think in five, mm-hmm. ten years, what's cool is I think, you know, if we're kind of this creator hub slash media outlet, like, that's kind of where I see it going. Yeah. I don't know if that makes yeah. any sense, but it's like. I said local, yeah, and just yeah. put a huge focus on local. Huge focus on local. And I think we can bring Cleveland like I think we, I think Cleveland is already on its way up, and I think we can help just take it there too, yeah. and just like yeah. bring it in the spotlight. And I just like, 
more than anything, I think I go always we'll say like if Cleveland wins, we all win. So like if yeah. if like we help this city thrive, like more people are gonna come here and yeah. we're gonna feel like a part of that. And like and that's like a huge mission for everybody in the city, I think. Because yeah. I think as as much as we talk about you know Clevelanders, the ones that have like talked the most crap about Cleveland, <laughs> they're also the ones that love it the most. Oh, you know what I yeah. mean? So you it's like it's it's crazy because it's like the, and um yeah. and I think it's it's an interesting intersection of like. I think Cleveland is gonna be a pretty big player in the next player in the years. next five ten years. Oh, hundred percent. Hopefully, we'll stay busy then. Oh, definitely. I have yeah. no oh. doubt about that. Cool. Before we sign off, we like to do some rapid fire questions Ooh. with our guest. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I think so. YouTube or Reels? Oh, Reels. Reels. <laughs> Browns, Cavs, or Guardians game? Mm, Browns. Browns games. Uh, Browns games. Yeah. East side or west side? West side. She didn't say west I'm side. Both. I'm both. I love it all. I love it all. I think it's all wonderful. That's a good I don't choose. Oh, That's a good I don't switch. discriminate. West side. I don't get it. I don't get it. I really think they both have such different things such to different offer. Vibes. Like, it's such different. Oh, it's, yeah. And, like, it's not weird to not travel outside. I know there's rapid fire. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's not weird. Your version, I love it. Like if you're if in any <laughs> other city, when I've moved to other cities, it isn't strange for anyone not to leave their, you know, their neighborhood. Like yeah. it, that is a normal thing to to go to the gym and the restaurants and the and the salons in your neighborhood, and without it being like that's because we're better. Like <laughs> like you just don't. Nobody's gonna travel that far. It's okay to stay on your side, but oh, yeah. like. They don't need to be, like, malicious about it. No. West side. West side. <laughs> Love it. Favorite pizza spot? <sighs> oh, no. We don't say favorites. We, like, this is, it, like, uh, hot. Do, yeah. We, like, try. We try like, so hard. Edison's Booms okay. Orion. That's a good one. That's a good, that's a good list. I like that. Yep. Nodded because a lot of the same vibes here at the office. Yeah, and nice. Those are some of our favorites. Oh, Edison's yeah. Booms. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You left one out. Edison's um, Orion. Wait, oh, Edison's yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Love okay. it. That's a good list. Um, favorite brewery or breweries? Mm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> there's so many good ones. Uh, you know, Great Lakes. I mean, Great Lakes. Jolly Scholar is a cool one. Um, we like Saucy, Noble Saucy Beast. Cool, yeah. yep. Gosh, I don't know. We, can't, we, can't. So we, never, we never say favorite. We literally uh, we like try so hard not to. You can find all of them on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Final uh, rapid fire question. Sibling Reverie. Sibling Reverie is another good one. There we go. What is your number one recommended place to visit in Cleveland? Like a a landmark? Whatever. Like if you really, like you have to. You have to go. If you were only here one weekend and you could only go to one place, where would you send someone? Art Museum. Art Museum. I love that. World class. Yeah, definitely. Free. Free. And five minutes from Little Italy. 182,000 pieces of artwork. Yeah. Which is insanity. And then it's just like, what's like the fifth biggest in the it's nation? My, it might be my favorite place in the world. That whole area over there is amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's the best. It is. Thank cool. you guys so much for joining. I think we covered so many hot takes and really interesting <sighs> topics today that will leave marketers thinking differently about organic social. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about where they can find you guys if they want to learn more? Yep, Cleveland Vibes on Instagram and TikTok. Cleaver Leave um, on Instagram. You can find us at clevelandvibes.com. And you can reach us at contact at clevelandvibes.com. <laughs> Cleveland has the vibes. <laughs> Cleveland does have the vibes. There we Reviving. go. Amazing. So that is it for today's episode of Marketing Moves. Head over to our website, vividfront.com, to keep up with Vivid Front and our own moves. Signing off for now. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Now it's time to start making moves. 
Head to vividfront.com slash marketing moves for exclusive marketing materials. Every episode, we add more of our greatest insider secrets to help you move towards success. See you next time.